Hi, hello, guys. This is Fionn. And this is Jonathan. And, and this, this is the FNJ Show, where we talk about our life journey to making it. In today's episode, we'll be talking about Elon Musk. Yep. So, if you guys have not heard, this is a new series that we're doing where we talk about all like the big, like CEOs, like the most famous and successful like um, entrepreneurs and business people. Yeah. So, I'm sure as most people know, Elon Musk, CEO, CEO of uh, Tesla, SpaceX, and now Twitter. Actually, is he CEO of more companies? I'm not too sure. No, but, not we. No. But basically, the main three is Tesla, SpaceX, and now uh, he recently acquired Twitter. But um, yeah. In case you live under a rock and don't know who Elon <laughs> Musk is, um, we'll be talking about him today. So let's dive straight into. You want to dive yeah. into his early okay, life? Okay, so his early life. Um. So like. Even when he was like young, he displayed like a like a really big talent for like computers and entrepreneurship. And he, when he was younger, he taught himself how to code. Then at twelve, he created a video game and he sold it to like a computer magazine for five hundred dollars. And he like thought like you know like that was a shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I'm pretty sure like as a twelve year old, you know, you can make your own game. You sell for five hundred dollars. Like I think the fact it. that you can make your own game at twelve years old is really yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, at the age of 17, he obtained a Canadian passport and left South Africa for more opportunities in the U.S. And in a podcast, he said that his childhood was pretty brutal. Like there was a lot of violence. Yeah, I think he said that in Joe Rogan's podcast. Basically, like he grew up in South Africa and like things like he was in the hood, right? Things weren't looking good, always into fights in and out. And he basically just wanted to like have like a better life which is why you know he left and yeah that's that's pretty much it for his like early early life but just like jeff bezos very smart at a very young age i think jeff bezos was smarter though well okay but they're just saying like they're both smart at <laughs> yeah, very young smart. age so is so is mark zuckerberg which we're gonna talk about next week or next month yeah next month <laughs> but uh yeah uh, once he got to Canada, he basically attended Q- Q- Queen's University, and then he later transferred to the University of Pennsylvania, where he got a bachelor's in physics and economics. And then after that, he enrolled in grad school at Stanford for physics, but then he saw the pot- potential of the internet, so he left, right? So it's, it's kind of similar to... Oh, wait. We didn't talk about him yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next month. But um, basically, you know, it's like you have, you're going to school for all this stuff, but then you already, you see an opportunity. So you just decide to leave. And yeah, it's and, like, that, and that's a super smart move. Yeah. Because look, look at him now. Can you imagine like if he did stay in Stanford? I mean, okay, the thing is, that's where it's like you have to take opportunity where yeah. it's presented. Because, like, he knows how to, like, code and all that stuff, right? So, basically, um, once he left, um, not once he left, once he didn't attend grad school, he founded Zip2 in 1995, which basically was a company that provided uh, maps and businesses directories to online newspa- 
newspapers、oh, with. You really cannot talk today. Yeah. <laughs> But、uh, he did this for he did this with his brother.、Uh-huh. So Zip Two was his first like quote unquote internet company,、uh-huh. and then vo- four years later. Uh, that company was actually bought out by computer manufacturers for three hundred. What? Three hundred and seven million million dollars. That's insane. I'm like looking at it right now. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, not too sure how much of that is was profit between his brother,、mm-hmm. between him and his brother. But um, basically he used the money that he sold the company for to start X.com. Right? It's not. <laughs> I, mean, I it's was not, reading. <laughs> it's not a porn site, <laughs> but basically, X.com、uh, eventually became PayPal. So Elon Musk was actually the founder of PayPal,、mm-hmm. right? So if you didn't know, now you know, right? So first started as X.com, and then later became PayPal, and then eBay actually bought PayPal in 2002 for one and a half billion dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask if he still owns PayPal because I know because、no. I know now、um, Venmo and PayPal. No, yeah, he he、connected. definitely sold PayPal because he used. Oh, we'll talk about this, but basically used more the money later on. Okay. But um. Um. Can we talk about SpaceX? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I I guess like you know so they say like Elon Musk is. Like the reason why he, one of the reasons why he's so successful, except for the fact that he's super smart, is that he believes that we live in a simulation. So he wanted to. I mean, that's how he created um SpaceX because he wanted to, like, he was convinced for like the life to survive, and then he. Hold up. No, he believed. He basically、I'm、believed、saying. that hum, in order for humanity to survive, it needs to become a multi-planet、uh, species, okay, 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 right? Which is、sure. why he、uh, created SpaceX. Yeah, but I feel like he's more risky with these, like making life decisions, because he thinks we live in a simulation. Well, he's also like <laughs> not human, so yeah. <laughs> Can you explain that? Because what? Well, he's not like an ordinary human <laughs> okay, being, you know. Okay, that makes sense. Okay,、um, but SpaceX mission was to make more affordable rockets, and through many years of trial and error, he made reusable rockets. Yeah. So what that means is that when a rocket flies up, it normally once it gets into like space, the rocket you can't reuse the rocket, right? So basically, he made a rocket where it goes up into space and it's able to come back down and land, and you can reuse that rocket. Right, that's basically his mission for SpaceX. And then in 2004, he funded Tesla.、Uh, for those that don't know, he he's not the founder of Tesla. He who was the founder? Martin Eberhard. 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 And Mark Tarpening. Yeah, those two were the founders. Yeah. Right, like like Fiona said, Elon Musk just funded. But it's、right. it's interesting because I like I own a Tesla and I feel like a lot of people that own Tesla or like even know about Tesla they don't know that like he wasn't the founder. Yeah, it's it's insane like how much he has his name over like Tesla or how like much social media. I think the, he he might have bought them out, but um I, I think so I think that I think now he but, yeah regardless he I don't even if he didn't 
it's like the reason why he's so popular is because he is the CEO of the company and mm-hmm. it's a blue chip stock, mm-hmm. right? It's a very high value stock. And when you know, you're a CEO of that like a big company, a valuable company like that, you're it's a lot of press and a lot of media, which is why he's so well known for Tesla. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he became the CEO. Yeah. Just and- because you just because you found a company and that doesn't necessarily mean you become the CEO, right? Because sometimes yeah. you're not fit to become CEO. You're better off as like a COO or CMO or CPO, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then uh, recently, like Jonathan said before, October um, of 2022, that was when he bought... Whoa, wait, wait, hold on. What? Backtrack a little bit. What, what happened? So actually, so we mentioned that he funded Tesla in 2004, right? So Tesla has been a thing for a long time now. Right. Reason why it wasn't just because people thought te- uh, electric cars weren't cool, right? But basically, Tesla but wasn't it be popular. The opposite, where they thought electric cars were cool, because that was like the whole no, because hype. no, no, because electric cars at the time were like golf carts, they were uh, slow and uh, stuff like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So basically, Tesla wasn't popular until its uh, IPO, initial public offering, in 2010 which uh, it raised about $226 million, right? And then by 2012, they released the first generation of uh, the Tesla Model S, mm-hmm. right? The sedan car, um, which basically, basically brought them more attention at that point because it was like the first, um, I guess, like car that people or Yeah, it was like a fast car, right? So before the Model S, they had like the Tesla Roadster. It's like a sports car. Do they still... They're coming out. They're trying to come out with a new one. Okay. They're trying to come out with a new one, but the first one was like the Tesla Roadster, and then they became popular with the Model S, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, go back to what you were saying in October. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So in October of 2022, that's when he bought Twitter for 44 billion dollars. Yeah. So he, I remember like he was about to buy it, then he like got out, and then. Yeah, it was like I think in April of 2022 where they kind of he kind of announced it, and then it was like a whole like a few months of back and forth. It's I, like cause no, because you know why at first yeah. he wanted to get like I think a certain amount of shares, yeah. certain percentage, but then like the twi- Twitter board people were like, oh, if you buy this, you could become a boardman. But then he just wanted to own the whole thing. I feel like that's such like a fuck you move though, like yeah. to the people that were buying stocks. Yeah, because when he first announced it. People were like buying it was, stocks. It was like, buying, yeah, it like was crazy. Yeah. And then after that, like when he said, "Oh, I'm not buying anymore," um, then people started to like sell. And then like he kind of bought it again without like any notice. Yeah. Yeah. So like <laughs> it was kind of like a big fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, like basically the reason why he bought Twitter is because um, buying Twitter was going to be his like grander v- vision of creating mm-hmm. like a super app in the Western market. So basically, he's trying to create a WeChat. Oh, okay. For you know, because it's like you know how WeChat you can like do everything, you can pay and all that stuff. Oh, I didn't know you could pay on WeChat. Yeah, I I don't have WeChat, so I. I... So it's like he's trying to create like a super app, right? Okay. And then he also wanted to create a social media platform, so that's why he was like mm-hmm, Twitter is like mm-hmm. the perfect candidate for executing his plans. And then you have all this, um press and media of saying he like fired all these people but it's like you gotta believe in the man guys <laughs> you gotta believe in the top g 
Yeah, I feel like he always has reasons for everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if he doesn't, it somehow works out. Yeah, yeah. The lucky, lucky syndrome. If you guys didn't listen to our previous episode, <laughs> <laughs> that's your chance to do so now. <laughs> um, you want to talk about the next one? Because I want to talk about how he spends his money. I like <laughs> so, um, some of his traits that makes him such a successful um, entrepreneur and businessman is that he's extremely decisive right so he can he thinks very quickly he's a fast implementer right he's also like a multitasking person right i mean obviously because he's a ceo of three companies and he believes that a lot of information can be processed simultaneously through fast work right he basically i like i heard throughout all his companies there's like systems right where Mm -hmm. information gets passed out very quickly so and that equates to fast work right and then another trait is that he has obviously strong work ethic he has very futuristic goals right outworks the works and he puts in 16 hours a day 16 hour days for years now and basically to go above and beyond is that he sleeps in the office Mm -hmm. he sleeps in the factories right because like, I'm not sure how many people know this, but he owns, like, a $50,000 house. He doesn't really own a house. He sleeps in, like, friends' beds, hops, and stuff like that. But now he has, like, a small house that's, like, you know, you wouldn't expect a billionaire to own such a cheap house. Yeah. But the reason being is because he needs to show his workers, his employees, that, you know, if the leader <clears throat> is willing to do that, then they have to work hard. It's all about setting an example. So he will sleep in a room, like a glass room, where the people can watch him sleep. So it's like they know he's there so they don't slack. Yeah. Right? And another trait is that he he knows his mission very clearly. And I feel like every business owner needs to, should like have this trait as well, right? It's like you need to know what you're working towards in order to, you know, do daily activities. And then the last one we have here is basically dynamic optimism. Right, lots of discouragement in the early years of Tesla for him, but he was fiercely optimist, optimistic, and he focused on his goal on making electric vehicles. Right, so it's like he has like faith in what he does. He always just like doubles down, doubles, doubles down, double down, double down, double down, doubles Dub- down, <laughs> doubled, <laughs> and like just focus on his goal because he like has strong conviction that his plans are going to work. Right, because think about it, he took out once he like sold PayPal, like he needed to put money all month, all the money into something else immediately, right? So it's like he wasn't like, oh, let me chill for a few years. It was like almost like instant. Okay, let's start another business, and like it's not talking about like five figures, six figure funding. It's talking about like nine, ten figures of funding, right? So, and I think this is a, a lesson to everyone. That you shouldn't be discouraged in the beginning, right? Or whatever you're doing, just, just because. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you got to remember when you start something new, right? You will suck, right? No doubt about it. You will suck, <laughs> and as time goes by and you do whatever you do more, you will suck less, <laughs> right? Because it's like think about like a sport you played or whatever you use, you do. It's like you you suck in the beginning, you keep doing it more, you suck less. Eventually, you become good, and eventually, you become so good. That it'll be unreasonable for you to suck and lose. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, you had to think like that. So I really like the last one. 
last trade dynamic optimism. Hey guys, just a brief interruption, but just wanted to say that if we provide you some sort of value in any type of way, or even if we just entertain you guys, then we would greatly appreciate it if you can leave a 5-star review as that helps push us towards the top of the entrepreneurship category. Thank you so much, and now back to the episode. Okay. You can go ahead. My, my favorite part, how he spends his money. <laughs> so if you didn't listen if you didn't hear us before um he bought twitter for 44 billion dollars he i actually found this pretty surprising because i thought like you know like elon musk and i mean not elon musk like jeff bezos and every other billionaire entrepreneur he doesn't spend his money on lavish lavish why i can't say you can't speak lav lavish vacations or expensive hobbies well except for like you know rockets but that's his you know spacex company uh, because every, every time he goes on vacation, something bad happens to one of his companies, so he stopped taking vacations. But then, okay, see, this is where, like, I feel like I don't know how I would live, though. Because, you know how, like, you're always telling me, like, oh, um, you have to sacrifice some things until you make it to the top, and then when you make it to the top, that's when you can kind of, you know, like, not relax, but, you know, get things. You just your, have, yeah. Yeah, but then, like, okay, like, I feel like he just works, 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 right? Because he he can't leave his he can't leave without like he can't run until he like you know unless okay, he's there. Okay, I think I think Elon Musk like these outliers they're a little different because they literally have like a life mission. Yeah, you know because yeah, yeah, yeah. okay maybe he'll like kind of like bring it down a gear when we are able to go to Mars. <laughs> okay, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. it's like like these people that have life mission of changing humanity. So it's like kind of hard for them to stop, which is why I'm saying like in the beginning, they're not human, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's so hard for someone to like perform the way they perform, right? And going going back to like him not spending money, it's really interesting <laughs> because the DJ, David Gutta, Getta, Getta, David Getta, Getta. <laughs> I was gonna say Gouda. <laughs> I think it's David Getta. Yeah, yeah, they can. But basically, he said like, "Oh, when I was poor, I had all the time to spend money. When mm-hmm. I was rich, I didn't have time to spend money." Mm, interesting. Yeah, which makes sense because like, once you're rich, you have shit to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, when you put that things in perspective like that, you be like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's why these people don't really spend that much money because they don't have time to spend money." Yeah. You know what I mean? And next, real estate. You you said he had, sorry you said fifty k or five hundred k no fifty five zero okay he yes he owns a fifty k house and that one he lives in but he also owns about eight figures in real estate but that's like more for investment like he actively buys and sells them yeah um and then he bought a one million dollar McLaren after selling his first company and wrecked it <laughs> yeah but he has other vintage cars that are worth like millions. Um, in 2021, he donated 5.7 billion to charity, and he really just reinvests like back into his companies. There's not much that yeah. he spends on. Yeah, because like like we've explained throughout his like career, basically, it's more like just sell a company and reinvest into a new one right away. Yeah. Right, because there's no really like him taking a break. I mean, yeah, he bought that McLaren, like, but then he crashed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was actually he bought it with his like his first wife or something like that mm-hmm. you see like a video there's a video of him like buying it he's excited looks like a nerd he hasn't yeah, got his yeah. hair transplant yet but it's like you know you know he looks mm-hmm. he's he like a different person he was much younger you can see 
It's, it's just really interesting seeing like these super super wealthy people like just how they spend their money because with jeff bezos he's kind of like split like some is real estate some is like company like for his company and some is like kind of like just lifestyle whereas elon musk is just mainly like yeah i mean you see jeff bezos shopping in soho so and he and oh really yeah there's videos of him like shopping in soho coming out like designer stores and stuff yeah, yeah, but um, you don't see that for Elon Musk. And we'll explain Mark Zuckerberg next month because these top three are like one of the most well-known, right? And you'll see like how they're different. Their spending habits are just so different. But I mean, they all have it in common, which is like real estate. But that's like a lot of, you know, wealthy people. Yeah, I think, okay. So for these like, I guess, quote unquote, three main people, they're like the young, younger, yeah, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk is pretty old. Mark Zuckerberg is pretty just, young. But like, okay. Because my, my point being is that these people who started, like, these, like, tech companies versus wealthy investors like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, yeah, yeah. like, those people will talk about as well because then you'll get, like, a perspective yeah. on how they see things, how money works, how to invest. But compared to, like, these actual, like, day-in, day-out, like, entrepreneurs, business people... It's, like, it's very different, but they do all have, like, the same similar traits, I guess. Yeah. And... But I think it's really interesting to like study these people because then you they're like, okay, that's what makes them successful. And one thing, you know, that really does make sense to me is that sometimes it's not about what that person has that you don't, which is why they succeed. It's what they don't have that you do that makes them succeed. So for example, so let me say it again. It's not about what that person has that you don't. It's what it's what that person doesn't have that you do right so it's like you can stop elon musk does not know how to stop yeah you know what i mean so that's the difference like this guy will keep working his ass off until he achieves his goal right he will sleep in the office right works long hours Mm -hmm. that's something you know a lot of people can't do right and some people don't want to do that's why i mean like this guy isn't human because it's like (laughs) how many people can work the way he does and I it's mean, like um if everyone can work the way he 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 that he works then like not then i don't know what i'm saying no okay so it's really interesting i think i see where you're going with but there's this like um thing where they were like everyone if everyone were engineers mm-hmm. right because don't say everyone can't be engineers everyone can be engineers they just have to be taught to Right, everyone can learn something. So if everyone can learn to be an engineer, and we work super hard on making, you know, everything good for humanity for five years, like once we have robots for everything and AI for everything, eventually we'll just we'll, we don't have to work those jobs because you know everything is automated. All we have to do is work creative jobs to entertain each other, which is very interesting. But we'll never get there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, we'll, we'll probably get there someday, but I think it's just, um, yeah. We'll probably get to Mars before we get there. <laughs> okay, would you go to Mars if Elon Musk manages <clears throat> commercial transportation to Mars? I don't know. I would have to see how, I don't know. I think it's because right now it's so unrealistic in my head. Like, it's probably not gonna hap- going to happen like m- m- our lifetime. Yeah, that's what Elon Musk is scared too. 
he's scared that it's not gonna yeah. ha- he's not gonna see it he's yeah. not gonna be alive to see it that it's just like it's like when things are so unrealistic to me i just can't really put my mind to it but i mean it would be well see that's another trait they have grand visions yeah i know because it's like with tesla right because think about it during that time like i said earlier like electric cars were like golf carts and stuff yeah, like that we were just yeah. like slow it's not cool right but he had a vision where it's like oh i can make electric cars cool and fast no but i think he knew that eventually electric cars would take over the world i don't think he knew that you I don't think, think so because I think oh, well, everyone knew that. Okay, that so eventually, like, because even you see like movies and shows at the time, back no. then. At the time, no. no, no, no. But I'm talking about like the 1900s, where like people have like, it's like like um Back to the Future. They made like a super cool car that could fly and stuff. Was so, like everyone already had an idea of what like. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but so here's the thing about that. It's really interesting because it's like, oh, we have we don't have flying cars. Why don't we have this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's like this guy was basically saying like, oh, you just have to put things in perspective. What is a flying car? It's a flying vehicle. What do we have? We have an airplane. Mm-hmm. That's a flying vehicle. Yeah. Right. Yes, we don't have flying cars, but we can fly. So it's like stuff like that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think going back to the point, it's like, I think during when you're in this time, it's like, oh, we imagine these things to happen. But it's like when we get there, like, oh, why don't we have it yet? Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like you just have to like put things into perspective. But I think with Tesla, it was mainly because it wasn't because like it was to make cars cool. I think it was because it's like a renewable energy. Right. Because it's like electric vehicle. How can you make energy renewable? No, but I also think he wanted to make the car look cool. Just by the oh, way. Yeah. No, no, no. It. Yeah, for sure. But if he if he did design it, did I mean did he design it? I don't know, but uh, it's also that. was I gonna say? Oh, so the reason why I think some people would be like, why is a car company so overvalued? Because it's like yeah. Tesla's the only one that's worth that much. It's the only car company that's worth that much, right? On on the stock market, but if you think about it, Tesla is not a car company; they're a data company. Right, they use the car's data that they drive around all these streets, yeah. so that they can take the data and make uh, the automated autonomous driving better. Right, they're solving things. They're yeah, they're solving things and they're trying to make things better, which is why they're Tesla is such a high value company compared to all these other like other car companies. What are you looking up? No, no, it's it's not him. I mean, obviously. No, but like, I thought like he, I mean, he probably like the lead designer probably asks Elon Musk for like the final, but mm, I don't know. I don't know. He's, <laughs> I, I don't know. But I think with electric vehicles, there's kind of like a limit to it because it needs to be a certain shape in order for it to be very like um, okay. energy efficient. Like cutting through the wind. Yeah. Stuff like I mean, that. okay. People shit on Tesla. Listen, I like my Tesla, okay? <laughs> Who shits on Tesla? Oh, so many people okay. shit on Tesla. Yes, okay. I see why they shit on Tesla just because yes. the interior. I see why, too, but then they also say, "Oh, it's not a real car." Like every like, it's funny because I posted like on TikTok. I posted my car review of like my BMW, and then people are like, "Oh, I'm I'm glad it's not a Tesla." <laughs> I was like, I like people always shit on Tesla, even like people I mean, yeah. they rate cars. But you know what? It's a not bad car. Yeah, it's I not mean, bad. you gotta understand this. Like, when you buy a Model 3 or Model Y, you're not buying it for 
the car. You're buying the technology. When you buy, okay, not even the, buy any Tesla. You're not buying it for the car. Yeah, yeah. You're buying Tesla for its technology because compared to any other uh, electric vehicle with self-driving, I could tell you right now, Tesla has one of the best autonomous driving right now. Because it's like with BMW, they have autonomous driving. It's Why like, point BMW, huh? No, listen. Because <laughs> it's like they stay in the lane. But it's like, it's, it's kind of Well, iffy. you can't compare it no, to but listen, BMW, That's what though. I'm saying. But that's or, what I'm saying. Well, that's why, you, but it's like BMW is a luxurious car. You're buying for the luxury aspect of it, right? But, but Tesla, they literally stay dead center. Yeah, because... It's so good. Because that's what... Okay, anyways, regardless. He just... If you didn't know that about Jonathan, Jonathan hates BMW. I'm not saying I hate BMW. Uh-huh, okay. I'm just saying you're defending <laughs> something. <laughs> anyways, but I'm saying, yeah, Tesla, you're not buying it for the car. You're literally buying technology because it's like, yeah. it's very good. The self-driving yeah. is very it, good. It is, it is really good. Like, you know how... People make those videos where it's like, oh, one day of driving Tesla. It's like you learn it driving yourself one week and then one and year. It, and it's, it's so true because I'm... No, but... That, that's me. Like, in the beginning, I was like, so scared yeah, of but for me, for me. For me, it literally took me 10 minutes and I was like the one-year stage where like I literally was like, okay, let me watch YouTube videos on my phone. Because <laughs> it's like, you could trust it. It's that good. Yeah. I mean, I... When I first got my Tesla, I didn't expect it to expect to like it that much. It's a pretty good car. No, yeah, no. Once I drove, it's, it's pretty good. Once I drove well, the X, yes, I was like, okay, yes. But all I can, all I can for is the, is the Y. Okay, so no, no. no but I mean, like, I knew <laughs> Tesla was good. They have good products. It's just the interior, but whatever. You're buying it for the big ass computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, literally. You're, you're just buying. But it you know, that. I am really impressed with the whole. I mean, does, can can you watch Netflix in your car? Can you karaoke in your car? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, you just need to code it. I know, but it's like, it's 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 so luxurious just watching Tesla, just watching Netflix in my car. Like but I didn't you, okay, re- but I didn't you can't realize, watch it. Like, you can't watch it while driving. Yes, clear yes. That. But you can karaoke while you drive. Yeah, but then yeah, you can code it where you can watch <laughs> Tesla and drive at the same time, which is not recommended. You keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> But then again, you have some driving. <laughs> but uh, yes, Tesla, Elon Musk, man. this guy is... Um, Someone needs to study him when he's like... But you know what's really interesting? It's like this guy is so busy, but he still has time to do all these like interviews and stuff. Maybe... And podcasts. Like he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast several times. I mean, I think he... When you're... At that high of a level, you can make time for what you need to make time for. Yeah, I guess. But it's just, I don't know, because it's like this guy seems super busy with like changing humanity, bringing us to Mars. Oh, going back to the Mars thing. Like if like Mars, we can travel to Mars Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they do a hundred flights and nothing happens and then we can get back, I'll do it. For free? No, not for free. Like I'll <laughs> I'll buy the ticket and go to Mars. So you'll spend money just to Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it's cool. Like space traveling. I just wanna float. Yeah. It's like literally all I wanted to do was float. <laughs> no, but my okay, my main concern is that if I'm like one of the test the test people and they fly me to Mars and we can't get back, that's my biggest concern. That's why well, I was you like, said you're the one that's willing to risk it, so... No, that's why I said they have to do, like, 100 <laughs> flights. No problems. Then I'll do it. All right, guys. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for listening. We hope we can provide some value through our journey to making it. And don't forget to follow us on our socials. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.